I think Oren's a really smart guy. He, he has some interesting solutions. Oren is here. He's very intense and very weak. No, Oren, I don't know how I'm going to die. Wait, are you asking me or telling me? All right, Libertarian Lawyer, Oren Ross, back here with another episode of The Libertarian Lawyer. And we've had Joe Biden as a president for a couple days now, and uh, things are really screwed up. So um, what we have here, a lot of things going really wrong, um, especially with Biden bringing back all of these holdovers from the Obama administration. He's basically pulling the swamp back in to the extent that Trump got rid of some of these people. They just went to CNN and MSNBC and got high paying jobs. And now they're back in the government, even though they've always done terrible jobs, which is kind of par for the course because Joe Biden has always done a terrible job. I, I think it was Robert Gates who was uh, secretary of defense, right? I think Obama and maybe Bush too. I think he stayed in both administrations. He said, Joe Biden, has been on the wrong side of every major foreign policy decision for 40 years, okay? It doesn't get much worse than that. Every single decision, he's on the wrong side. So he clearly doesn't have the ability to do this, and he's appointing people to advise him who obviously don't have this ability. These are the same people who got us into a war in Libya and Benghazi, and then they just ignored the people who were there. Uh, you know, same thing with Syria, Obama's red line and, you know, don't cross that. And then, OK, well, we'll just pretend I never said that. He's a, a really great guy. But Biden is just bringing all these people back. And, and now they have this uh, they feel like they have this mandate to go after their enemies. So we're just going to see everything go downhill fast. So. This first article here is from uh, The Federalist. John Brennan, Biden intelligence agencies to investigate pro-Trump bigots and libertarians. OK, so first of all, uh, when you have a guy who looks like Frankenstein, I mean, he's, he's Frankenstein's monster. Right. Take take this with a grain of salt, you know, just examine what he's saying. Right. And, and remember that the Frankenstein monster is the one saying it. But this crazy dude. Uh, he says that uh, the Biden intelligence community is moving with laser like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about the pro-Trump insurgency that harbors religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, nativists, even libertarians. OK, I was unaware that being a libertarian was a bad thing. I was under the impression that being a libertarian meant you leave me alone. I'll leave you alone somehow. That's racist and, and that's authoritarian. Um, it seems like these people don't really understand what the term authoritarian means. And they always say, uh, you know, fascists and things, because for some reason, people assume that fascists are on the right. Um, people on the right don't like any form of authoritarianism. OK, all, all of those things are on the left. Fascism, socialism, communism. That's all on the left because the people on the right are people like libertarians. You can't have someone who is a, a libertarian or even an anarchist and who also wants the state to have total control over the people and the economy and everything that's a part of. It, OK, it, it doesn't work like that. That's that's not how 
it works. That's why uh, the, you know, the straight line political theory, that's, that's been garbage for many, many years. Um, I was taught that it's, it's more of a horseshoe. So, you know, you have people in the middle and then you go farther out and you have people who are on the left and the right. And as you get down farther towards, you know, communism, fascism, all that, it comes back together in a horseshoe. But really all of that stuff is, is more on a circle, right? So you have people in the center, you go left and right, and then you get back to authoritarianism. But, you know, all of that is on the left. Like none of that comes from the right. The Nazis, who are the most famous fascists, um, even though I think probably Mussolini actually started it, but, you know, they joined up with the Nazis. They were all leftists. Like this is socialism. Like the, the Nazis were the national socialist party for Germany. Okay. So what they were doing was essentially what the Democrats are doing now. So, uh, you know, they, they were demonizing the Jews and the people who had come in and, and made successful businesses and started making money because the German people felt like they were being taken advantage of. So that's what the Democrats are trying to do here. They're trying to make all of the, uh, you know, lower class, middle class people feel like the upper class people are, are, are trying to take advantage of them. And some of the upper class people are. Uh, but, you know, upper middle class people aren't really trying to take advantage of anybody. Anybody who's dependent on a salary doesn't really have the power to do those sorts of things. But they're going to go after pretty much everybody. So, so basically what John Brennan is saying here is that if you don't agree with us, we're going to go after you with the intelligence agencies. So they're going to have the CIA on you, the FBI, the NSA, all of these other agencies that nobody knows about. And they're just going to try to go after as many of their enemies as possible. Pretty screwed up, right? Right. Well, you'd think that it would stop there, but no, because, you know, Joe Biden, how do I get this crap out of here? Let me move this. There we go. All right. Now, next thing up, we have this dude, Joe Biden, uh, who obviously doesn't really know where he is much of the time. I don't think he knows what he's saying a lot of the time. And I really doubt that he knows what was in all of these executive orders that he signed over the last couple of days. But here we have from the New York Post, Joe Biden ditches mask at Lincoln Memorial hours after mandating them. So what he did was sign an executive order. Actually, let me just let scroll down if I can, uh, but apparently this doesn't work. Anyway, um, so what, what, what he did was he signed an executive order uh, mandating masks on any federal property. So, you know, the White House, the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument, uh, Congress buildings, you know, all of that, you have to wear a mask. So he signs this and then a couple hours later, he shows up to uh, the Lincoln Memorial without a mask and is on TV. So right away, he's breaking the rules that he just put in place. Now, I, I personally don't give a shit if you wear a mask, uh, especially if you're, you're you know, not that close to people. It seemed like he was a pretty, you know, like six feet or eight feet or whatever way from all these camera people. But he's the one who signed this order and he signed it a couple hours before he did this. And he knew he was on TV. This is the same guy who was, you know, wearing a mask when nobody was in 50 feet of him because he was trying to, you know, do this virtue signaling to all the people 
who were watching. And I understand that, you know, you're supposed to set a good example. Uh, and that makes sense, but he's not setting this good example anymore. And probably because now he's president and he doesn't really have much to lose because there's probably no way in hell that this dude runs for a second term. I mean, I don't think anybody would let him run for a second term. He barely got there with the first one. And that was only because he was running against Trump and Trump was the biggest factor in that election. People weren't voting for Joe Biden. Nobody likes Joe Biden. Um, I mean, I think people like him personally, but everybody knows he's just a career politician and he seems like an idiot because he is an idiot. And uh, people realize that, but somehow if you run an idiot against Trump, uh, the idiot wins. So that was, that executive order was in addition to these 10 other orders that he's gonna sign Thursday and Friday. So I think they said he'd already signed 10 and like there's, there's maybe two more today, which is Friday. But look, I mean, it, this jackass signs an order mandating that people wear masks and then just doesn't wear the mask. So let me see if I have the next one. So I don't have the next one up here, um, but Peter Ducey, who works for Fox News, he asked this new press secretary, Jen Psaki, about this. And uh, Jen Psaki was also not wearing a mask in the White House, which is federal property, on national TV, being asked questions by reporters from all over the country. He asked her why Joe Biden wasn't wearing the mask. And she said it was because it was a celebration, right? He's celebrating. So it's okay. He doesn't have to wear a mask because he's celebrating. That doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Because nobody has been able to go to weddings. Those are celebrations. Nobody's been able to go to funerals. Those are, you know, a celebration of life, right? It's some sort of celebration, especially if it's like an Irish wake. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a party. But we're, we're, we're getting mixed signals from the people who are telling us that, uh, you know, we should all come together. They say, everybody come together and just do what we tell you to do and then watch us not do the same things that we told you to do. It's, it's just like they're, they're trying to throw this in everybody's faces. Like, we want you to do this, but we're just going to do our own thing. This is what you have when we have uh, like, like communism and socialism, where you have the people at the very top, the people in politics who get all the money, all the power, all the great things, and then everybody else is living a shitty life. This is what these people are trying to set up, because once they get in power, they want to maintain that power. Um, th this is why I think uh, it seems like, you know, you, you have a lot of business people who end up making tons of money, like, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and um, Jeff Bezos and all these people, they make a ton of money. And then everybody is in favor of really high taxes and, uh, you know, just as much uh, government intrusion as possible. And the reason for that, I think, is that once they get to the top, they want to stay at the top. So they want to keep anybody else from getting there. The way you do that is by taxing the hell out of them. Because if you've already, if you're already worth like what, like 80 billion or a hundred something billion, whatever that dude's worth now, the taxes aren't gonna really matter, especially when you're not pulling a salary. Like he makes like 80,000 a year in salary. All this, all his wealth is in stocks. So 
he's not actually paying any taxes on that unless he sells the stock. So he can be he can be rich as all hell and not really be paying anything in taxes, uh, you know, unless he buys something. But these dudes, they get into power and then they don't want anybody else to get there. Same thing with the politicians. So once they get into these high positions, they want to prevent anybody else from being able to get there. They want to be the wolf on the top of the hill. So they're going to do whatever they can to keep everybody else out. And that's what they're doing now. They, they want to keep anybody who's a Republican or a conservative or a libertarian or even just somebody who's not a leftist. They want to keep them out so that they can just keep rolling with all the power they have. But the funny thing is the real leftists obviously don't like this because Antifa is uh, burning down buildings and breaking windows and, and going crazy in Portland. And they said that uh, they hate Joe Biden. They don't care that he's there. And uh, obviously, you know, the, the, the mainstream news channels aren't playing that because it doesn't really play with their narrative that, you know, uh, Antifa was just going crazy because of Trump. And, you know, that was Trump's America. They don't want to say, wait, this is also part of Biden's America. So they're just not covering it. But, the, you know, Antifa is still losing their minds because no matter what, this dude's never going to be far left enough because I don't think Joe Biden's an actual communist, but, you know, he's certainly embracing all of these socialistic ideals. I mean, he, he put a, a bust of uh, Cesar Chavez on like behind his desk. And um, I, I think that's offensive to people who don't like socialism and also to illegal immigrants because, you know, socialists don't really like illegal immigrants because when you have a lot of illegal immigrants, they take away from what the government is giving you. The more people who come in, the less there is for the people who are there. It just works out that way. All right, what we have next? Next thing here, the vaccines. So actually, let me roll back to this one because this is funny. Um, so uh, what a surprise, Rosie's losing her mind again. Um, so Biden was in there signing all of these executive orders and a, and a reporter had the gall to ask him a question that wasn't set up ahead of time. And uh, here's what happens. Wow, video is going nuts. All right, so really hard to hear because everybody's wearing freaking masks and, and trying to ask questions. But Biden's goal for all of these vaccines is to distribute 100 million vaccines within 100 days. Okay, so he says that's his goal. Well, it just so happens that uh, that's what we were already doing. That's what the Trump administration has already been doing. His goal is just to keep doing what the Trump administration did. But he says when he announced it, they said it wasn't possible. Well, he can announce anything he wants, but Trump was actually doing it. And the Trump administration are the ones who got the vaccine in record time. And everybody said it wasn't going to happen. And then it happened. Those reporters never are going to take that back. They're just going to forget that they said it. 
But luckily we have, you know, YouTube and the internet, and you can just find all of these things where these reporters were just losing their minds because Trump said that they were going to try to accomplish something. And now, you know, Joe Biden, uh, I should have pulled off one of these. Joe Biden is now being treated as Jesus, literally on this uh, Jacobin magazine cover, which is a socialist magazine. they're, they're trying to pull up images of the French Revolution with that name, but they literally have him dressed as Jesus. And it's really funny watching all these leftists and, uh, you know, all these people who you, you'd think would have a little bit of caution about the government and politicians. They're fully in with this dude. Like he spent his entire life in Congress and didn't do a damn thing. I mean, the one thing he did, the 94 crime bill, he now says, you know, I didn't do that or it was a mistake or, or whatever the hell it is. He basically disowns it. He disavows it. But <laughs> it's really it's really funny to watch all of these people just fawn over him. And, you know, people are crying like Rachel Maddow is crying, but she cries over everything. Something's wrong with that lady. She needs to get off TV. If she's just going to be bawling like a fucking kid. But here we have January 14th. U.S. COVID-19 vaccine rollout nears 1 million doses per day. This is on the 14th, okay? Joe Biden was not sworn in until the 20th. This is what the Trump administration was doing, okay? Now, here we have this, uh, ourworldindata.org, cumulative COVID-19 vaccination doses administered, all right? See, you see the U.S. here. It's just straight up. And it it basically hasn't changed the trajectory since like January 7th. So, you know, right after the holidays, it really started picking up and then it's almost going straight up, like not quite, but, you know, really, really high. So they've basically been averaging pretty close to a million doses a day. Sometimes they've done over a million doses a day. I think one of the days was like 1.1 million. Um, but they're already doing it. And Joe Biden's plan is to do 1 million doses a day. So he's not even adjusting the plan he has. He's just sticking with the plan, even though they've already beaten those numbers. The the Trump administration already beat those numbers. And now he's coming in saying, we're basically just going to keep doing everything the same. His whole solution to this is just wear a mask. So 100 days, wear a mask. Well, I'm pretty sure people have been wearing masks for like 10 months now, especially in California. You have mask mandates in L.A. and that place has more COVID than anywhere. The masks don't really do all that much, especially when you force people into these situations where, you know, you've been in your house for 10 months. You want to get out and fucking see somebody or go to somebody's house and then you're going to be in close quarters with them. Whereas, you know, if we could have like rational, uh, rational discourse, you know, we do. In Georgia, I think, you know, we, we've, we've done a few things like uh, a Christmas tree lighting and everybody just had their own little circle in this big open field. Um, and it was, you know, it was really simple, really easy. But if you don't let people do anything, they're still going to do it. Right. It's like prohibition. You know, they said no alcohol. Well, people were still going to drink alcohol. They just did it in hidden bars or in their house or you know, people will figure it out. Like um, Dr. Malcolm says in Jurassic Park, life will find a way. 
people are going to find a way to socialize because we are social animals. You can't just say stay in your house for 10 months, even if you're perfectly healthy and this virus really won't do anything to you. But uh, they're still doing it. So all of this is basically leading me to um, the, the conclusion, which is these people do not give a fuck about you or me. They don't care about anybody. Obviously, if they did, they would have at least tried to adjust these uh, mandatory lockdowns, especially in states like California, when obviously you see that it's not working, right? Everybody's locked down and the numbers are going up. New York City, everybody's locked down. The numbers are just skyrocketing. How is that happening? Well, who knows, but obviously the lockdowns don't really work all that well. And I think there, there is scientific evidence to show that lockdowns don't really work that well. But no one cares about actual scientific evidence because they just say, follow the science, follow the science. Well, science is about questioning things. It's about posing hypotheses and proving things and, and, and you know being able to test things. It's not about just accepting what somebody wrote in a book as the gospel truth, okay? Science evolves. Uh, apparently these people think that uh, science has reached the zenith and we're never gonna get any further. I don't really think that's the case because we're humans and humans are not infallible. We're going to keep improving. So you can't just say, this is the science. Don't ever ask a question or we'll ban you on YouTube and Facebook and everything. Um, but they're doing it. So back to this, uh, you know, they don't really give a shit about you from Politico here. We feel incredibly betrayed. Thousands of guardsmen forced to vacate capital. So they brought in all these National Guard, uh, what, like 25,000, and they were just like sleeping in the Capitol and in like the cafeteria and stuff. And, uh, and then the U.S. Capitol Police come by after uh, the inauguration and they say, get out, right? So one unit, which had been resting in the Dirksen Senate office building, was abruptly told to vacate the facility on Thursday. The group was forced to rest in a nearby parking garage without internet reception, with just one electrical outlet and one bathroom with two stalls for 5,000 troops, okay? And temperatures in Washington were in the low 40s by nightfall. So they basically told 5,000 soldiers, go sleep in a parking garage, even though it's 40 degrees, even though you probably didn't come prepared to sleep outside. And it, damn, man. I'm really trying not to cuss um, as much as I want to, because, you know, maybe at some point I might actually get like three or four people to listen to this and YouTube will probably ban me. Um, but basically what I want to say is that this is par for the course, okay? You, you can easily tell who the people are who actually care about the people they're supposed to be working for. These politicians here, and, and all these other people in this bureaucracy, they don't care about the people who are there to protect them. These National Guard are not there to just hang out. They're there because they were ordered to be there in case anybody wanted to have some sort of uh, revolution during the inauguration. But obviously none of that happened and the National Guard were just basically told to piss off. So. 
once again, you have a bunch of politicians who have soldiers working for them and they don't give a damn about the soldiers. And this is happening all the time. But basically, uh, you know, we've got Joe Biden here. He really doesn't know where he is. I don't think he knows what he's doing half the time. And um, we're just going to keep going down this road. I, I would really like to know who is the, uh, the puppet master of this guy. And uh, it just seems really interesting that um, he's bringing back in all of these people from the Obama administration. I wonder if I, maybe it's Obama running it, right? Because they're basically just rebuilding the Obama administration. Or it's probably whoever uh, was the puppet master for Obama, too, uh, because that dude served, what, like less than a full term in the Senate before he was uh, president. He didn't really have any experience. Um, he was a community organizer, whatever that is. So didn't really have that much real world experience other than maybe like trying to uh, set up a youth basketball league in Chicago, whatever the hell community organizers do. But um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, it's Friday and uh, I'm kind of worn out and not from doing a whole lot, but just um, Fridays, I get kind of wiped. But, um, you know, hopefully um, I'm able to explain some of these things a little bit and uh, maybe condensing everything into uh, an easily digestible format. Um, because basically all I do all day is listen to all of these um, political commentators and uh, you know, just pick out what I think is important and what isn't. Because we could sit here and go through the stupid things that happened all day, but nobody has time for that. And even I get tired of that. I, uh, I listen to Ben Shapiro and, you know, he, he plays a lot of um, a lot of the sound bites from, you know, MSNBC and CNN and all these places. And, you know, he'll play Nancy Pelosi. And I just get so tired of listening to them because it's the same shit every time. It's like, oh, hey, here's a bald face lie. Everybody knows it's a bald face lie. It, it'll take you five seconds to get on the Internet and find out that it's a lie but we're just gonna do it anyway. And nobody in the media is gonna question, like Fox News will question it, okay. But nobody on these 15 other channels is going to question it. And then we're just supposed to accept it as truth. And if you don't accept it, then that means you are a white supremacist or a Nazi or whatever word that they wanna call you that day. Um, so, Things are just going to keep going progressively downhill because obviously this administration is going to go after the people that they feel uh, might be their political enemies, just like they did when Obama was the president. And uh, oh, yeah. That, so the Obama administration has said that uh, or uh, all of these reporters are saying that, you know, now we're going back to transparency. Um, we didn't have transparency. OK, Obama didn't do all of these press conferences. They like they stopped doing them. They would not give out information. They actually spied on reporters and they tried to put reporters in jail. Um, I think it's, uh, was it James Rosen. They tried to put him in jail, right? And then the Trump administration comes along and anybody can know what they're doing because Trump is tweeting his thoughts 24 seven. That's transparency, okay? Obama is not transparency. That's a dude who doesn't talk unless there's a teleprompter there. 
it's really easy to tell when he's on teleprompter and when he's not, because you know he can give a great speech. Okay, well he can read well, so he's an actor, right? He's not the one writing the speeches, obviously, because really none of those presidents write the speeches. But Trump would actually get up there without teleprompters and just riff for three or four hours. He could just keep going and going and going. But you can tell when he's on teleprompter too, because he's very monotone, very flat. Um, but you know. This, this, this idea of transparency, it's just such horseshit. And it would be really great if the media would actually question what these people are doing. Like this dude has, has been in politics his entire life and somehow all of his family members have gotten rich from it. Shouldn't we just like ask a question about that? Is it too much to ask that the media actually turn their brains on and, and use some critical thinking skills and maybe try to put two and two together? Or is it just, if you say you're a Democrat, they're just going to assume that you are Jesus incarnate and kiss your ass as much as they possibly can. And then they'll probably claim that, uh, you know, Joe Biden's only, um, only scandal was some sort of suit color. Like they claim Obama's only scandal was wearing a tan suit. That's funny, because I thought the Obama administration uh, was selling guns to cartels and then trying to trace them, but losing track of them and then having those same guns kill federal officers, border patrol people. I thought the Obama administration were the ones who just let everybody in Benghazi die and they didn't even wake Obama up because he had a fundraiser the next day. And uh, Hillary Clinton obviously doesn't give a damn about any of those people. And uh, oh, let's not even go. They let Russia just invade Ukraine, right? So everybody claims that uh, Trump is a Russian agent. Russia didn't do shit while Trump was president. You know what Russia did when Obama was president? They fucking invaded Ukraine and we did nothing. What the Obama administration sent them blankets and stuff, okay? The Trump administration sent them weapons. Can't really kill somebody with a blanket. I mean, you can but it's not the most efficient way to do it, especially if those other people have machine guns. But there were a lot of uh, issues, a, a, lot of, a lot of protests. You had Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown and all these things where you know, Obama kind of inserted himself before there was an investigation and said stupid shit on TV that biased half the country about these stories. And then we find out, well, shit, man, it, it seems like Trayvon Martin was actually slamming this dude's head into the cement and the guy shot him. And then Michael Brown robbed a store and attacked a cop in his car and tried to get his gun. So he got shot. So all of these things happened. Oh yeah. And uh, people were shooting at what that dude shot like six Dallas cops. He killed six cops in Dallas. Uh, was that Obama's fault? You can make the argument that he didn't really help, you know, especially when he was always saying stupid shit like Trayvon Martin. That's what my son would look like. OK, well, if some random white kid gets killed, I'm not going to get on TV if I'm president and say that's what my son would look like. You know why? Because that's completely irrelevant and it has nothing to do with the situation at hand. Everybody wants to turn, especially these goddamn Democrats and all of these politicians, they want to make everything about race. Not everything is about race. Most things in life are about who you are as a person, right? Sometimes, occasionally, maybe somebody might say some racist things, 
maybe maybe you might run into a group of I mean, I've never even seen, seen a skinhead, but I'm told that they exist and that, you know, Nazis are everywhere and there are white supremacists all over the place. I don't think I've ever even seen one. Um, and if I did, I wouldn't be able to tell because every bald guy shaves their head now. So how would you even know? But, um, you know, everything is just piling up and it, it seems like the media is just going to completely ignore it all again because there is a Democrat in office and a Democrat can do no wrong. And uh, really going to get bad pretty soon because they're going to overplay their hand. The Democrats always overplay their hand. And he's going to push everything he can through these executive orders. And uh, they're probably going to try to do a few things through Congress that they think um, can't be done by executive orders. But, you know, that, that never really stops them. Uh, Republican or Democrat presidents just basically do whatever they want. And then the next president after that uses their actions as justification for their actions. And it just keeps going downhill. And we get to the point where we have presidents who you know, get an office and they're, they're like, this dude's not even talking to Congress. He's just sitting in the White House signing papers all day. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. That's, that's not what his job is. His job is to enforce the laws that Congress creates. But Congress doesn't do their job. The president doesn't do his job because they're not going to enforce immigration laws. They just decide what laws to enforce and what not to enforce. Um, be really nice if the police would do that too. Like, you know, if you could just go out and set somebody's house on fire and then the cops show up and say, well, you know, I don't really feel like enforcing those arson laws. So we're just going to let you go. But it doesn't work that way for me and you. It works that way for everybody else. All, all the people who are supporting these Democrats and can loot and pillage and burn and do whatever they want. And then they get bailed out by Kamala Harris and all the celebrity asshole actors who maybe think they're doing something good or maybe, uh, you know, they're just too stupid to understand that you shouldn't support people who are out rioting and breaking into stores and killing people, but they do it anyway. So that's, that's probably enough of me uh, complaining for today. But um, Give me a break, man. Biden is such a, uh, you know, Trump had a lot of uh, failings. But Jesus Christ, man, this guy, Joe Biden, what is he? He's, he's literally somebody who never got anything done. Like no accomplishments. What, what did he do? Have, have, has anybody ever heard of anything this dude did? 94 crime bill, that's it. Nothing else. What was he doing for all those years? I'll tell you what he was doing. He was fighting for the credit card companies because that's who's in Delaware. That's who was paying for his elections. I'm sure they have really great lobbyists because they have a ton of money. And he's, uh, he's one of the reasons that uh, they can charge you like 30% interest on your credit cards. Obviously, they want that. And He's paid by them, so he does whatever they want. He doesn't care about how much it might hurt people or, or how crazy high something like 30% interest is and how it's just like piling debt on top of millions and millions of people and you get to the point where there might not be a way out. 
but they don't care about you. They don't care about me. All they care about is staying in power, making money. They want to make as much money as possible. And they don't really care if they bankrupt the country in the process. You know why? Because they'll just take their millions and millions and millions that they made from being corrupt politicians and go somewhere else. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi has houses all over the place. And she, she's worth like 200 something million dollars. And I, I think her husband is supposed to have money, but um, why, why can't we investigate where this money comes from for all these politicians? Like, how is it that all these people get into a job that pays 172,000 a year and they end up being worth like 30 million at the end of it? That doesn't make any sense. There are different rules for them. There are different insider trading laws for them. And they can basically screw us over and get advanced knowledge of a lot of things. Uh, the town where I'm from, uh, a family made a lot of money uh, because the grandfather was uh, roommates with a guy in college. Uh, his roommate ended up being governor. And the grandpa ended up being in the uh, legislature. He found out where the interstate was going to be built. And he went to my town, bought up all the land from everybody who had no idea that an interstate was coming. He bought all this land super cheap and then sold a lot of it back to the government for a very high price. And then he kept all the other land and built stores and everything on it. And now they're worth... Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly how much they're worth, but uh, I've been told hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, that's the kind of thing that, that these people do. And, you know, you think that doesn't really happen anymore. I'm sure it happens every day. And even if it's not something as nefarious and, and openly corrupt as, as that, there are all these little deals and, you know, backroom talks that we're never going to learn about. And um, we're all at a disadvantage and they have the advantage and not because they're, I mean, really, Joe Biden is not a smart guy. Like it's, it's not that hard to figure out. He's just somebody like he, he ran for Senate, I think when he was 29. Um, he's not, he's not smart. You can just listen to this dude and tell that he doesn't really have that much on the ball, but what he does have apparently is a lot of people who think that he's pliable and that's really what all of these companies and, and the super rich people want in a politician. They want somebody who's basically just going to do whatever the fuck they say when they say it. And if you pay that dude a few million dollars, you can obviously do whatever he wants, or maybe you don't pay it to him. You pay it to his son and his son is just like buying houses for him. It's not that hard to connect these dots, but somehow nobody does it. And we allow soft corruption, which is, uh, you know, what what it is when Joe Biden is getting his son jobs and making a ton of money. And then his son is buying him stuff with the money he made because his daddy was a senator or vice president or now president. And uh, that dude is probably going to buy all the crack that he can. Um, I don't I don't know how uh, how rich you have to be to not go broke from smoking crack, but seems like he makes enough money to just do whatever he wants, smoke all the crack he wants. And um, that'd be 
really nice for the rest of us. I don't mean the, the crack smoking part, but the having enough money to do whatever you want, even if you have a habit that makes you spend tons of money every day. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's enough uh, for today. And I'm sure I'll be back to complain with something um, tomorrow or Sunday or Monday, whenever. But uh, hopefully, you know, somebody actually watches this, maybe listens. Um, this is on iTunes, everywhere else. So that's it for me.